0: Welcome to the Embody Your Design podcast. I am your host, Amy May, 6-3 Emotional Manifesting Generator. I am obsessed with human design and mindset tools and using them to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. My goal with this podcast is to bring you human design and share stories around how you too can begin to embody your human design. What is talked about in this podcast are the thoughts and opinions of me and my guests. I'm always welcome to feedback should you have any. Thank you for being here and let's dive in as we embody our human design one conversation at a time. Right, guys I am so excited to have Lauren here with me on the podcast today she is a 3-5 emotional manifesting generator and uh, we connected through the Alpha Fem group like in from Melanie and Lair I'm so excited to have her here just to talk about human design and all the things so Lauren do you want to introduce yourself for the listeners and tell them a little bit about you and what you do Yeah, thank
1: you so much, Amy. So I am Lauren, um, as you stated, and yeah, I'm a 3-5 manifesting generator with an emotional authority, which I'm sure we'll talk about those pretty intense waves, Um, and I mean, as with anything, my story has a lot of layers, but I'll try to get like a short sym- sym- Oh my gosh. What's the word synopsis? There we go. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I, um, stepped into the coaching space actually when I was six months pregnant with my daughter who is now three, and prior to that, I had done, I dabbled in, like, network marketing and health coaching and fitness and things of that nature. And when I found out I was pregnant with my daughter, I really saw the trajectory of my life going in another way. Um, and, yeah, I I was actually in training to be a flight attendant. And four weeks into training, I took a positive pregnancy test. So, um, my world kind of got shaken up and I found myself not only like really sick in pregnancy, but um, like really sad and somewhat depressed and just, you know, trying to figure out like where my life was going to go. So um, I actually read Gabby Bernstein's The Universe Has Your Back and I had somewhat like dabbled into spirituality and my manifestation journey, but I like had this really big tug at my heart to start like coaching women in spirituality and manifestation. Um, and then I had my daughter and I had a birth out of hospital, which is like a whole other experience around like surrender and trust and connecting to your body. Um, and the first few years of motherhood were pretty wild. There was a lot of ups, a lot of downs. And I started exploring with different modalities. So I got Reiki attuned, became a Reiki master. Um, And then I like dove really deep into somatic work and body-based healing and understanding how, um, and this is so much of like the sacral, right? Like understanding how, and like so much of human design, but like understanding how the body like leads our intuition and leads us. Um, and making decisions, but I wanted to understand, like, why I felt so disconnected from my body, Um, and even heal like, some of my trauma and generational traumas. Um, I have a daughter, so there's, like, a huge awakening that happens, I think, like, for mothers who birth, uh, like, girls, their first time around not saying like birthing a boy is better or not better it's just like it's a different energy that you step into and space you step into so um I started healing my own trauma and I got trained in somatic um therapy and yeah that's like what I do now I mean I I always like uh I'm thinking about all of the women that I've served up until this point, and I will say that the biggest thing that I think I get to give to them is a safe space and permission um, and this beautiful ability for them to connect to their yonis and their wombs and their sexuality And all of that like really creates their authentic truth and permission to be who they are. So my journey into human design, we'll get into the human design was actually um, about, I think I first found it in 2019. So I was about six or seven months postpartum and like the manifestation wasn't working for me. So I actually found human design through Lacey Phillips um and I was like binge watching her YouTube videos I was like oh my gosh what is this so uh she had just like Jenna Zoe on and I was I was hooked um so from like 2019 I mean I had to do a lot of the see work and it was like very a lot of shadow work and the inner child healing but I feel like now um I live, like, I I really do live my human design, both in, like, my personal life and how I mother, and also in business, um, which is really beautiful.
0: Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> so, like, Thank you. So much. Um, yeah, and, you know, I've started to do, a, like, a little bit of, like, somatic work, like, through some mm-hmm. workshops, and it is, like, so important and I never really realized this um but that connection to our bodies just like for me it's been about like releasing the emotions and especially when I I'm in an emotional wave I'm also an emotional manifesting generator like just being able to have that tool to like okay let me like rage dance to this song like (laughs) to just like get that like anger out like it's and if it weren't for people, like, teaching, like, somatic work or running, like, you know, somatic embodiment workshops, like, I wouldn't have known that. And I yeah. would have just uh, been, you know, I used to, um, like, say hateful things to people, like, when I was in anger or, like, and, and maybe not directly to their face, but, like, kind of get, like, angry and, like, gossip and, like, all these, like, unhealthy, un. Like, ugh. <laughs> not yeah. not so nice things, but having like a tool and like the work that you do, like learning these tools, like is really helpful to be able to express these things that we have within us in like a healthy way. So, I love. That. Yeah, just to like speak to this. I mean, I have
1: gone like so deep into. I mean, I came from network marketing, which really pushes like personal development and mindset work, and. Um, there's almost like this unhealthy, like, think positive, like, just like think positive. And what I realized and what I was experiencing and why I stepped into somatics, I was like, I, I'm fucking angry. Like, I feel deep levels of anger. And, like, if there's moms listening, I'm sure you can relate. Like, mom rage is real and it deserves to be seen and expressed. And obviously, you know, we can't express that onto our babies so can we create a safe space where we can rage dance and we can you know get a pillow i did it actually just like a few days ago There's no specific reason i think it was like last thursday but i was like i felt so much like stuck energy in my body and i was you know somewhat in a, like an emotional low but i was just i don't know i just felt like stuck and i felt like sad and i felt anger and I did like a sacred rage practice and I shared it on my Instagram stories. I I tend to be really vulnerable with my audience because it's one thing to share like the pleasure and the sexuality. And then it's a whole other thing to share like the grief and the sadness and the rage. And I just got a pillow and I was like screaming and shaking and like getting my pillow and hitting it against the bed. And like, it doesn't make like logical sense, but it's like, Ooh, something just released. And I, I don't, I can't like pinpoint the story because I think so often like we want to, especially with trauma healing um, in like traditional methods of healing trauma. It's like, Oh, let's figure out what the story is. And it's like, well, the story matters to an extent, but like the emotional imprints that's left in your body is really what matters. So that could have been rage from my mother, that could have been rage from her mother, from her mother, from her mother. Like that was generational, like lineages worth of, you know, maybe women being suppressed or women not being able to speak or women not being able to express their truth or their desires or their power and like all of these things. So the somatics takes us out of the minds, out of the logical, and it gives us the experience to be like this wild, and I do a lot of work in the divine feminine, but this wild, feminine, like fully embodied woman, which I believe we all are. If we, you know, connect more to like that divine feminine essence, like we all have that within us. Um, so it's really beautiful. And I'm celebrating you for stepping into those workshops and those spaces because man, is it uncomfortable?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And, and what I realized is that it really does all connect with, you know, what I've learned with human design, you know, especially we talk, we'll talk like a little bit about authority, but like uh, the core uh, like premise with like human design authority is that our minds are not the authority it's always our body and so yeah. all of these like tools that we can use to deepen our connection with our bodies it it all like it all comes together it all it's all in alignment and it really just um like for me it deepened my connection with my human design it, did you find that that well, you did you, so did you learn about like the semantics first or like human design? Um,
1: I remember so vividly Jenna Zoe saying on like a podcast interview or maybe one of her trainings, she said um we don't she said something like we never make I think there's one authority, right, that is of the minds. I think it's like maybe the self-projected. I could be wrong, but um maybe there's none so there's maybe one or none it
0: but there, so technically like it's the yeah. sounding board but you're not um, it's because the, the, those are people who have like the head area defined and nothing else defined but mm. even with that it's yeah. not about using your mind to make a decision it's about mm. speaking and tuning into your body and how it feel how your voice yeah feels in your body so yeah yeah
1: So still the body. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So anyway,
0: she had said that
1: and I hadn't yet dove into like, I was still very much in like the mindset and like, how can I shift my like subconscious, which I think is really important too. But even like what I teach now is like the subconscious lives in the body too. Like the body remembers and the body tells the mind essentially like how to think and what to believe and all of these things. So. Um, Yeah, that was like my first kind of like pathway in was her saying none of the authorities are in the mind. Everything's in the body. And then a few months later when I was ready for it, I started diving deep into the somatics. And even then, like it was still and I think this speaks to like my three five line, like it was still a lot of like. Kind of like dipping my toe in i would say and then like stepping out of bed and like leaning in and like letting myself like i fail. i failed so much in my business like i wrote a post about 2021 and although a lot of beautiful things happen like i embodied failure and i know so many people are going to be like whoa that's awful and also like i had to experience so many of the things that i had to experience last year so that i can step into the space of being like such a leader and being so embodied in my purpose and in my mission. And like, it's really interesting because I've been chatting with a few on their girlfriends in the online space and they're like, you just seem like so clear and grounded. I'm like, yeah, for the first time in my life, like I'm not hustling to get clients and I'm not like stressed and I have my offers that feel really good and aligned. And you know, clients are just like, like, I just received a, you know, $1,400 payment out of nowhere. And it's just like, oh yeah, this is what it means. Like, this is like, this is what I've been cultivating in my body. Um, and it's not because I'm doing more. It's because every little, every little step, every little action, every little redirection, I just reassess. And then I teach on it. I share it. I'm like very open and vulnerable with my audience of like, I tried that, it didn't work, right? Like I've done launches and no one signed up or one person signed up or, you know, hosting master classes and it's like me and my like clients, like my ride or die clients in the room and that's it, right? And it's just, I never make it mean something about me. I just let it show me and guide me and I, I redirect and realign as needed. Um, that's more of like, I love my profile. Like being a three, five is probably my favorite thing in the world. (laughs) Um, and I think it's that like my whole life has been that where I've had to go a little bit slow and I've had to try things and fail at things and then just see like what works and what doesn't.
0: Oh, I love that. Yeah. And you know, there with the manifesting like generator type, sometimes it's, there's this like idea, Oh, we move fast. Oh, we move fast. Oh, we quantum leap. And we, I'm also a manifesting generator. And that's why I say we, and it's like that, that, that three line, which I'm, I'm a six, three. And so, um, it's, like no, there's this like we need or I feel this arch like it's like I wanna try this. I yeah, I want to see what this um what the experience of it is like before I move forward. And so sometimes that does like it does slow down a little bit. It is more of a it's more of like a process, but um I I like to think of it not necessarily as failure, but like it's an experiment, and it's not a failure, but it's a lesson uh, and yeah. yeah, and it's like it's really beautiful just to see how you embody like your three like your' three lined a part of the three five and the leadership that you show by being like transparent with your audience and sharing like ah, oh, this worked this didn't okay let let's move on from there um. Like what are, like when you learned about like your human design, I know you mentioned that uh, you had a reading in 2021, like what are some things that uh, were illuminated for you like in that reading that you had? Um. So I think like
1: the biggest thing, um, which is funny because I had shared with you, like I have a podcast, I had a podcast, that podcast no longer felt good. So I stopped podcasting for like seven months. And in between that, I um, I was like, ooh, there's a new podcast will, like wanting to be birth. And I think prior to that reading, I would have birthed it because I thought I should, right? I would be like, oh, there's the hit," um, But it hasn't felt like a sacral yes yet. Like it feels like intuitively, it feels like it's going to be a yes in quarter two. I have some big projects coming up in quarter one, um and like quarter 2 it's just like coming alive like quarter 2 it's going to be birth it's going to be out there like i have the name everything i have everything but it's not ready yet and i keep like just trusting myself and my body to know that when the sacral yes comes because even as like an emotional authority i'm sure as you know like even as an emotional authority there's still the sac the sacral yes that will come on like that uh-huh and when the uh-huh comes i feel like i'll just know where prior i was like oh i got the download and the hit and like the ping, I got to take action on it right now. And like, that's usually when I would get tripped up. So that was like one big permission slip that I was granted of like, trust yourself enough to wait, trust yourself enough to like really wait for that. Uh Uh-huh. It's ready. It's ready to go. And I do that with all my programs now. Um, and you know, any launches that I do like right now, it doesn't feel good to launch. So I'm not launching. I have offers in the background and I like trust. I just, when I post, I trust um, and I lean into that. And then I think, hmm, what else did you say? I'm trying to think. That was like the big aha um, or like the big moment of like, okay, that totally makes sense. And then for the most part, it was like, I, I think because of the somatics, like I was already living my human design. Like I When I had gotten Reiki attuned and this might be going off. So I went from, I went from being really deep into um, like shifting my mindset and the mindset work to getting Reiki attuned and wanting to like access my psychic gifts and wanting to like read energy and do energy work, which I think is really beautiful and connecting into like the quantum field and working in the Akashics and I did all that. Like I got those certifications too. And I, I, I was, I'm really gifted at that. But when there's almost like this level of resistance of, well, it's still safer to be in the mind, right? Because the third eye lives in the mind Our psychic gifts tend to get access in the mind. And I, and I see this a lot with my clients of like, it's just still safer to be in the mind, like just be in the mind. And when I connected to my body, Like I let it lead every step of the way, whether it be in mothering and relationships with girlfriends, um, in business. Like, I think that that reading was just like, you're meant to be in the body and through the body, you will have these emotional waves and in the body, you will have moments of I need rest and it's okay. And you need to like lean back and slow down and go inward. And then there's going to be a rev and when the rev comes and you like start to like, like, no, you're gonna go down again. And it's not like a down as in a negative thing, but it's like the energy's gonna drop and then I'll start again. So I think that that was like another piece of like really honoring the cycles and just like honoring like my own seasons. Like right now, I would say I, I feel like I'm coming. I took a few weeks offline. Um, and maybe this is like permission for someone, but. I was feeling so called to take time offline in December leading into the new year. And I mean, a lot of people do it. Like a lot of coaches will take time offline. So there was an aspect of am I doing it because everyone else is doing it? Or am I doing it because like my soul is guiding? And I kept tuning into my body, into my womb and my sacral. And I was just like, Nope. My body like, uh uh-huh. Like take time offline and trust that you'll be supported. Cause I have like, I had like this deep fear that I had to hold myself in of like, what if it all goes away? Like, what if you take time off and like everything gets washed away? And I came back and I had consults booked while I was gone from being on social media and working my business. I took no client sessions and I came back And that first day of working, I booked two private clients, one for a nine-month container and a six-month container, both high-level coaching packages. And it was just like such a reflection of like, this is what happens. This is the magic that occurs when you just like trust yourself and lean into what the body is telling you, what is she whispering to you? Um, and it's interesting cause I still feel like I'm in the season of winter. Like I'm definitely still somewhat in hibernation. I just like, when I feel inspired, I'll go online. And when I decide to come off, I like come off and I like, just trust. I just trust. And like, and before it felt like so much pressure, I have an open head and, um, like the Ajna and the mind center. I think that's right. Um, and that can create a lot of pressure for me of like am I doing enough is this okay like what you know and I'm constantly like pulling in at times from other people so there's this very intention I think it helps like tapping into the body of just like emptying it all out like what is mine is mine and what is theirs is theirs
0: and trusting that. Yes, oh, so that's so important, and I'm so glad you shared that story about like actually giving yourself that permission to like take time off and to really like trust, just to trust in your body and trust the um, the messages your body is giving you because you know we get to play we get to play in these energies and we get to. Uh, we get to trust that we're going to be like taken care of that things are uh, that things are working out for our highest good and it's not necessarily always going to make sense. Um, I'm I'm curious like with emotional authorities like uh, just in my own experience and from, you know, communicating with like working with clients and everything, this is just one of the more like trickier things to like, like play around with. Like, how do you, how do you work with your um, emotional wave? Like when it comes to like decision-making, living your life, like being in your business, like how, how do you work with your emotional wave? Um, I give myself space. I mean, I, I
1: think like the, what, most human design teachers and readers will say is like what like 24 to 72 hours yeah um I like I'll I'll just I mean I just had it where like I was talking to someone and I had like a vision of the price point in my head and I was like and she asked me she's very upfront she's like um it's for a project I'm working on and she's kind of a freelancer and um She basically said, she's like, can you share with me right now? And I was just like, no, I'll send you an email. I need to feel into it more. And like, I do that very often. Like, I am very much like, I need to sit on this. Like, I need to process this. I need to feel into it because I do, like, I notice, like, if I respond to people too quickly, And like, I'm in a high, like I usually start to get resentful for whatever reason, or if I'm a low, like I can feel like, oh, I don't want to, and then it can change. So I just give myself like so much grace and permission. I also kind of have noticed, and I don't know um, if this is just like me, but my waves tend to flow pretty in sync with my cycle um, so, like, I always know, like, during luteal, I never really make decisions. <laughs> yeah. Right before my bleed, I'm just like, I, I can wait until either I'm like through my bleed or like in the midway point of my bleed. So, um, again, like, I trust my body to tell me like when when it's okay to respond, and I just I have such firm boundaries now and such clear communication that I just say, Hey, I'm just going to give it a a moment and then I'll respond. Um, and for the most part, like I've never been met and maybe it's the line of work that I do that everyone knows like the languaging, but so I'm like super grateful, but I think it's just like, I mean, people respect that. And a lot of that has to do with the way that, I present it to people, like, I'm very anchored in that, like, I need time to sit with this, and then I will get back to you.
0: Yeah, and I think, and also, it's the, it's the awareness of it, too, like, uh, for, for a while, like, even when I learned about, you know, my emotional authority, and my, my emotional wave, I would always forget about, like, the excited, because I always equated, like, oh, if it feels good, then it's aligned, but it, it is, like, even, you know, when you're on fire and it's like, oh, yeah, 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 I want this. Waiting that be like, no, I'm still going to wait 24 hours because most of the time, like 90 percent of the time I wake up the next day, i be like, wait, why? Why did I do that? Like, yeah, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> I made yeah, it. I'm and it's made always harder.
1: Yeah, and it's always harder to like backtrack that. Like, it's always harder to go back on your word. So it's just like, just honor, like what it is that you're needing in these moments, you know? Um, And even if it like, it feels like, yes, like I've had experiences where I'm like, oh my God, fuck. Yes. Like I still will give myself time Mm -hmm. because I know, I know that there is a slim chance until I just like am with it, be with it, can see it, taste it, feel it then I respond. Um because it is a little bit harder to, you know, have to like message someone or email someone and be like,
0: oh just kidding. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh and when I'm you know when I'm having like sales conversations in the DMs with people, it's like I always ask like, okay, what what's your authority? Okay, here here's how I can guide you a little bit and also just um I also make it easier for people to backtrack, like, if they say yes, but then, like, they don't necessarily, like, click the payment link, I'm like, okay, I'm giving you space, like, if you, if you back out of it, like, it's, it's no harm done, like, I totally understand, like, you were, like, didn't properly wait with the emotional wave, but I'm also, like, not your, I'm not your mom, or, like, you know, I'm not gonna tell you what to do, kind of a thing, be like, remember remember to wait 24 hours before making a decision like I don't I don't do that as a coach but I'm here to like guide people and be like here's like feel into this see how this feels in your body see how like you experience it and then like make like make the most aligned decision there like it's it's definitely like it being like for me like being a human design coach like guiding people into how they can integrate in their design and also giving themselves permission to like, and maybe like make a wrong decision and like back out of it, like giving themselves like the permission to learn how to trust in themselves and their decision-making like is so important to me. Yeah. There's such like a
1: level of like grace and compassion to like when you're learning this stuff and like really embodying it of, um, like, you might have to back out. Like, you might have to cancel plans, right? Something that once felt good might not feel good in that moment. And that's okay too. Because um, you always find more power when you anchor into what your truth is in that moment. And then just to like speak to it, like, as coaches in general, it's really not our responsibility to caretake our clients. Like, it's our responsibility to hold space as they step into their power. And one thing that I see in this is, like, such an aspect of, like, trauma-informed sales is, like, it tends to benefit people for them to not make a decision right away. Like, because, and I'm just going to speak to sales in general, but, like, money within itself is a trauma for most people. So, like, giving them that space and letting them be on their own process and in their own journey of, like, okay, I see you in this. Like, yeah, making an investment is so scary, it is really scary for you to commit to yourself and your growth and your evolution like that is terrifying and I'm sure I can almost guarantee like you've never seen someone do that before so celebrating you and also like I'm here for you when you're ready you know um I think it's something that's like shifting a lot in the coaching space where we're like getting out of like give me your credit card on the call, you know, and it's like, no, like, let, like, whether it be your authority, or just like, whatever you need, so that it can be a safe transaction. So that can be like calm and soothing on your nervous system, you know, so you're not making, any transaction, and then going into like fight or flight mode, right? Where you're like, "Oh my gosh, what did I just do? <laughs> no, no, no! How am I going to pay my bills?" Like we, like I always desire my clients to just like, yes, there's a level of like, "Ooh, I'm entering a new threshold," and there's there's that, and also feel the safety, feel the support. Like you got yourself, I got you. And like, this has to like, your, your bills have to be paid first, like, please make sure that you're supported and then work with me, you know? Um, So that's like my tangent, just because I see it a lot in the coaching space. And I also work with so many women who have experienced like the trauma of that. And I've had it too, where like, I've been on sales calls with on their coaches and they're like uh, don't talk to your partner, just give me your credit card. I'm like, our our finances are combined. Like, what do you mean? This is like a $12,000 investment and it can create like so much instability in the body. And if you have this instability in the body, like you will never be able to trust your authority, right? Like you, you won't know what an uh aha is or what an uh aha is. It'll be very like wishy-washy. So, um, yeah, a little like side tangent, but maybe it, it speaks to you or speaks to someone <laughs> listening.
0: No, it's a, it's an important conversation to have. And, you know, uh, because I'm aware of I like I have eight out of nine centers defined. I only have an undefined route. And so um, I well, I personally just hate doing sales calls. So I just mm. don't them um uh, but i do have like hold conversations like in the dms and i always like i tell people like you know if you're new if you if you don't know the voice of your own body like don't make a decision around me like if you have questions i'm here to answer any questions but i like guide my um i guide people that i talk to like do not make a decision around me because my, I have a lot of defined energy. And if I'm communicating with somebody who has a lot of like undefined or open energy, like they could be picking up on my energy and not even realizing it. And so it's like, no, like go (laughs) like separate yourself, like be in your own, like energy for a little bit, like talk to who, uh, who you need to talk to, like about the decision, but like, like, I, I really, I want them to come into my space, like, feeling incredibly safe and, like, ready to do the work or ready to, like, understand their human design on a deeper level. And that's uh, that's just a really big, like, core value of mine and how I've set up my sales process so that there isn't even really, like, this, like, chance of, like, people, like, getting too influenced by my energy, um, and creating that safety, and, um, like, definitely 100%, like, anytime you're on a sale, like, on a sales call, like, have that conversation with your partner, if you have a partner, um, make sure that you're able to pay your bills or you're not, um, taking uh, unless if it's like a a completely aligned decision like not taking out credit cards or loans or anything like that because like you have to be ready to do the work in order to like truly expand to be able to like pay those investments off yeah we never want to like step into
1: an investment or like a coaching space where we're like in the space uh, of um of a trauma response, right, of, like, fight or flight or freeze, like, we want, you know, I think it, it's really empowering when people do make a decision, right, and whether that be having a conversation with a partner, or just having a conversation myself, or connecting to your body, or just letting the, like, emotions ride through, like, that's all so, so like, it's not a bad thing. I actually find that so much more empowering than someone that's like, okay, here's my credit card. You know, it's just like, oh, this is an empowered space and I'm ready to show up. I'm ready to do the work because especially like with the somatics, it's um, the trauma tends to get stirred back up when we start to go into the body. Um, So there has to be like this level of safety and anchoring um, that gets to be created. So, yeah, it's all really beautiful. And um, I love that you give the people that you serve like that permission as well. And you're really in tune with your own body and like what's coming through for you and like almost not so much like passing the torch, but like showing people what's possible, you know that way when they do come in for like a human design reading or for coaching with you, they're like, yeah, Amy, this feels so good. I'm so ready. Like, yes, it was kind of a threshold. I feel a little nervous and giddy and, but I, I know I'm meant to be here and I trust, I trust you and I trust myself and it's not a codependent relationship. I feel anchored in my truth and I know you feel anchored in yours and now we get to co-create together and it's like such a different energy, right? Like, yeah, I love it.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely like a very important energy to be in. And, you know, we, you mentioned like the trauma responses, like if you're entering any sort of, um, like place where you're you're wanting to learn you're wanting to expand and you're holding this like huge fear around oh my gosh how am i going to pay my bills oh my gosh like how am i going to pay this credit card off and all these thoughts like it's not it's going to hinder you from expanding and so yeah. just get like giving yourself that permission to feel to feel like like have like a like you know that foundation of like you know, you got your food, you got your shelter, you got, you know, water, whatever, all, the, all like that foundation taken care of. And then like, let's then moving into like the expansive parts. Um, so I, I'm so glad this came up because I, I just think <laughs> it's a conversation that uh, needs to be said a lot more than what what is like talked about in the coaching space. So yeah, I love it yes so um I always ask this to to the people I have on but if you like for someone who's like maybe newer to human design they've like looked at their chart and they're like what what does all this mean where do I go from here like what uh, do you have like one like recommendation or a tip for somebody who's newer to human design on where to go next um probably book a session with a reader Amy, I'll say you,
1: Yeah, <laughs> whoever feels aligned to you, like book a session so that, um, so that's easier. Like I went like, uh, two years, like just kind of trying to figure out human design by myself. Oops, sorry. Moving energy. Every time I move the energy, I yawn. So it's never, <laughs> never a bad thing. Um, so book a session as soon as you can, and it feels supportive and good for you, um I I listen to a lot of human design podcasts. Um so there's yours and then I really love Align by design. Um and I get a lot of like permission from watching the way they run their business, um, Liz and Amy. And then with the three line, um, I started following Moon. She was actually recommended to me. And although she doesn't teach human design, um, she has a three line and she's an MG. And um, her way of doing business like gave me so much permission. Um, so I really appreciate that. So I would say like find people that are expanders to you and have similarities in like your profile and in your authority and things like that. And just like, don't move like them, but witness the way that they move, witness the way that they show up and notice like what's triggering about it. And also noticing like what feels really good about it um, and just see what happens from there.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. Like the idea of like, finding people who have maybe, like, a simil- similar parts within, you, like, your human design and following them and seeing how they live their lives. Like, people listening, like, if you're listening to this, you likely listen to other episodes, but they're, like, that's the whole point of, like, this podcast is to connect with people who maybe have, like, similar designs to you. So, um, if you're, like, if you're not sure, oh, any listeners if you're not sure like who maybe who would be like similar like uh my my dms are always open like on my instagram or on my facebook like please connect with me and i believe uh i believe my emails in the show notes like if so if you're like hey like i'm looking for a recommendation like who who would be like someone good to follow like an expander like i love i love connecting people even though i'm not a four line i'm not that i don't know there's something about me i just love connecting people with other people and uh, and helping and helping them find like expanders are the right person so I'm glad you brought that up um yeah. yeah it's so it's so good it's so good I love it and yeah and I love Aligned by Design also they're they're really great they're really great over there um I've I've gone through like some of their free master classes and I've been following them and and their journey and it's just it's so incredible like they're expanders for me <laughs> so I love it I love that you mentioned them um yeah and the the last question I always ask is like if people are like "Ooh, I'm interested in I'm interested in like what you do Lauren like uh how can how can people get like connected with you um, so, I like to hang
1: out on Instagram. My handle is at laurenmagan.co, L A U R E N E, wait, N.co. Um, my website is www.laurenmegan.com and you can find all of my offerings. I have a beautiful priestess initiation mystery school um, that really is like the feminine embodied. Um, it's a six month, um, initiation program called the Academy of M Alchemy. And then I also run for, uh, not for you, but I run, um, monthly embodiment practices. So guided embodiment practices called Alchemy Flows and yeah, go to Instagram. Cause that's usually like where I'm sharing all the juiciness. Um, yeah. I would say just go to Instagram and my website and you can find it all. <laughs> really easy. I keep it simple. There is a podcast being birthed that I I think we talked about before we hit record. Um, just go to the Instagram and see if it's live because I, I don't want to share the name just yet because it's good.
0: <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. Of course not. Of course not. And yeah, and you know, if the... If the podcast is live by the time this airs, for anyone listening, um, the details will, will be in the show notes for you guys. Um, I'm I'm definitely excited. You've, you've got me intrigued Yay. with this podcast. Like, <laughs> uh, I, I'm excited for it. Um, but, but thank you so much, again, for... Um, being on here and doing this interview like this conversation was so beautiful and so enlightening and i I just want to thank you so much for coming on thank you amy i appreciate it thanks for listening to today's episode want to dive even deeper i invite you to get your human design abundance blueprint In this blueprint, you will receive a personalized breakdown of your human design chart and how to use it to be your most abundant self. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. As a special thank you, you can send your screenshot of the review to the Amy May at gmail.com and my team will send you a little gift. All the details are in the show notes. I invite you to tag me on Instagram at the underscore HD underscore librarian with your favorite part of this episode. Thanks again for listening and see you in the next episode.